Welcome to the Elevate Your Equity podcast, where we, as married busy professionals, leverage real estate investing to unlock the three plus one degrees of freedom, health, location, time, and financial. Today, we're going to recap what we heard from Erica and Reed Goosens. And there was a lot to take away from this episode. It was a great conversation that we had, just the four of us. Um, we had a blast. And let's just jump into it. The first thing that I noted was who you choose as your partner is going to have a massive impact on your success and your focus. So for those who are already married, that's awesome. Congratulations. You've already found yourself a spouse and you are in a fantastic place, we assume. If you aren't quite there yet, uh, please make sure that who get further into the relationship with and end up marrying is someone that you can grow with. And, and I happen to luck out on that front right now. And I'm not only doing that just because we're here and you know I'm, I'm trying to get some brownie points right now <laughs> at this point. But I will say that, you know, Sophie has been inspirational for me and helping me understand that mindset and resources about personal growth and personal development is one of the most important things that you can do, as well as investing in each other and spending time with each other and taking breaks from work and all those things that makes human beings humans. So uh, I think that that is a very valuable point that whoever you choose as your, as your spouse or as your partners will have a huge impact on your success. So please go into that with an open, with a, with the, with the consideration of where that's going to lead you in the future. Number two is look to stack your experience to shift from where you are now into a position that you want to go. And even that can even be across industry boundaries. So if you're in engineering and you want to get into real estate, well, then maybe there's a way that you can work as what you're doing right now in your current role, maybe in technology or something, but work for a real estate-based company like Zillow or Cushman Wakefield or CBRE or something. So be smart about how you're pivoting because the people in those groups will help get you more involved in things that you want to do. And I like to consider it kind of like this exploratory path where it's like you're walking one way and you're, you, you don't know exactly where you're going, but you know that left isn't good and right is. You don't know how far right or how far to the right left you need to go, but it's somewhere in that realm. So just start walking and start pivoting yourself into roles that you believe would work for you, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just like to add to that, you know, sometimes you're listening to this and you're thinking, gosh, it's really not possible because what I'm doing right now is so different opposite of, of real estate. Just keep in mind that all skills are transferable. And so, you know, real estate, it's a, a people business, you know, unlike others where you have to build trust and you have to put yourself out there to some degree, you have to have basic skills. So everything you're doing will eventually transfer over to this business that we found. Yes. hundred percent. And again, to just recap what Derek um, said earlier about, you know, who you choose as your partner, having such a massive impact on your success. It's so true because this is a person you see every day, all day. And it's important that that person helps support you, helps encourages you and helps really be on the same page with you in terms of your vision and your goals. And so if one of your goals is to go into real estate investing, then the partner that you choose, whether or not they choose to be part of the endeavor as well, or if they just choose to support, as long as the lines of communication are open and you feel like, okay, we can do this together, it's well worth it. Yeah, hundred percent. So thank you for that. The third thing that I took away from this was 
while you're working, think about what kind of boss you will be eventually. And I know that like that sounds like a far-fetched kind of statement, especially for a lot of people who are starting out. But this is a real real estate is a business with people in it. And eventually you're going to get into a point, which we talked about in a couple of episodes ago, where you will become the bottleneck and you're going to need to hire someone, whether it's someone that's out of the country, someone that's virtual, you're going to need to hire someone. You're going to need to lead them through how to do what you were doing and keep them inspired. So remember that when you're in this role, right, when you're in the the W2 role or you're working for someone else, try to take away some traits or look at things that you admire in your current leadership team that you want to take. And everything that you don't want, then you leave that on the table or you look at that as an example of what not to do. The fourth thing I wanted to take away or wanted to impart back to you guys is that if you recognize a pattern that you're getting yourself into, ask your spouse to hold you accountable to it. I can't remember the specific example exactly that Erica and Reed were talking about, but I can certainly tell you from our relationship that there are situations in which I ask Sophie to be like, please remember, help me keep my back up straight. (laughs) So every time that I'm hunched over or like, you know, I'm, I'm slouching or have bad posture, she'll lovingly put her index finger on the back of my spine to remind me you need to, you need to stand up straight. And so I think that that type of partnership is really beautiful that you have this open accountability and transparency and you're trusting your partner to help you with something that you need help with. And so knowing and having the awareness to ask that question and to have your spouse help you with it is, is key. Absolutely. And, you know, with Derek, he's, (laughs) he's sort of the master of self-accountability sometimes too. So like, it's just a, (laughs) yeah. you know, if you're, if you find yourself, there's always something that your spouse can hold you accountable for. So never work in a silo and never embark into that solo journey because there's always something that can help to strengthen your relationship a bit deeper, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to both business and um, intimate partnership. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's so true. We've been seeing that in spades in our business relationship and in our personal. And so it's, it's been great to be able to trust each other with that and hold each other mm-hmm. accountable. The other thing is, so point number five, Oftentimes, one spouse in a relationship can really intuit whether or not someone is good to work with. Usually, it's the women because the women just have this incredible relationship with their gut instincts, right? And their actual gut like brain because there is science out there that shows that there is a gut brain. And I always follow that advice. So if Sophie tells me that she's getting a bad feeling from someone, then that's someone that that doesn't work with us just because I I respect her decision so much. And it's always been dead on. Like, do you remember, for instance, when we were looking for mentors in real estate and multifamily, (laughs) and uh, you said you loved Vinny Chopra because Mm -hmm. his attitude was like, so in line with what seemed like a happy, positive person doing what they love to do while they're making a killing and, Mm -hmm. and living an incredible life. And that like just made that just blew my mind that like you were looking at someone like that at that level. I was just looking at someone from their monetary success, right? And just trying to model model that. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I wanted to point out. Oh, thank you. It's it's weird, you know, because I, I think everyone has intuition, deep, deep intuition. It's just that maybe some of us choose not to follow it. Mm-hmm. it we we don't follow that deeper intuition, we follow more of the logic. And so 
it's it's hard to say because you know it's never it's I'm not the end all because you know we confide in each other to understand each other's point of perspectives and opinions of like whether we should move forward with this particular mentor or this particular transaction. Um, but yeah, you know when I when I see people and I see that they're aligned in in their life, in their happiness, in their business, it makes me more prone to want to adopt <laughs> their models of being. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just share an example, you know, one of the mentors we had early on that, you know, we would go to their meetups and we thought, you know, this person, and it's true, this person was embarking so much knowledge, but they weren't aligned in their health. There was just something that I felt that was a little bit off. Well, you know, years later, this person sort of exited our lives and without any warning and left us to sort of fend on our own. Whether or not that was, you know, a lesson, a life lesson that we needed to learn, but it was interesting to look at years back and say, gosh, I didn't have a great feeling about that person. So that's very interesting. I actually didn't know that, Um, but it makes sense. And I'm, I'm glad that you pointed that out. It's just another indicator that we should be trusting our intuition and our guts. Right. And so I think that's a really big point. So thanks for sharing that. All right. Point number number seven, even though you might work with your spouse in some capacity, it's still important for you to be able to do your own thing from time to time. So over these last episodes, we've been talking a lot about how more is better, right? And we don't want to give you guys the wrong impression that you should be working every single waking minute with your spouse. That probably won't work for most people. Some people it will, but most people it won't. And so I really encourage you guys to find what that balance looks like. You know, Sophie has her practice in wellness and I have a supporting role in that. And then she has a very strong supporting role as a visionary in our business. But we do work separately and we make sure that we get our stuff done when we need to get things done, right? So we're not always collaborating and always working together, but that collaboration piece is a theme throughout the days that we do end up working. But I do want everyone to know that most of the days that we work, I'd say like 90% to 85% of our time is spent independently doing what we need to do. And then when we work together, that's very heavy, deep work where we're trying to pull together some of the high visionary themes and make sure that we're both aligned with each other and what's best for the businesses and for each other as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once we started doing that, you know, things just started exponentially expanding and scaling up as again, going back to reemphasizing that you can't do anything successfully if you're doing it just by yourself. It really, really rings true for us because I think we both tried that and it's one, it's just, you know, it's so much more fun to do it with a team, do it with other people, do it with your spouse um, versus just plowing through and, you know, trudging through the mud on your own. And so again, what Derek said about integration, that integration piece of bringing in all of those aspects and really putting pen to paper and designing what you want, designing how your life looks that will really serve and take you a long way. Yeah, very well said and absolutely true for what we've been seeing. The last bullet point that I have here is you can and should integrate your work with your lifestyle as much as you can, right? So if there's a way for you to be able to be more involved in the real estate space and you happen to be you know, someone who's 
who's working in the field or doing something like that. Well, why not take some of your time to drive a little bit out of the way to go look at a property or something, right? That's one thing you can do. The other thing I would uh, highly encourage too, is that if you are an investor who's investing in multiple properties in different states, well, guess what? Why can't you just take your vacation in one of those states or one of those cities where you've invested in? Or if you're an Airbnb nomad, or if you're a nomad like us, why don't you just bring what you do in a business, like give it some thought, like try to design your lifestyle so that you can do work and play together in the same day. So if you absolutely needed to, you could hop into a call to take care of work, or you can go in and play. And I think that that level of optionality will help you uh, with your life. I'm not saying that's something that's available to you, maybe not right now, but it's something that you can at least move towards a little bit, right? And try to design a way to get yourself closer to that goal. Um, and so uh, Reed and Erica have a great way of talking about that in the podcast. And so we'd recommend that you guys go back to the podcast and listen to what they say about that. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, Reed and Erica, they're such a power couple. And so yeah. definitely make sure to listen all the way to the end because they have such amazing stories to share. They do. Absolutely. That being said, I think that's all that we wanted to share about the last show, but We want to put it out there again, that if you enjoy what it is that we're doing and you like the content that you're listening to, please uh, comment with us and engage with us wherever you're watching or listening to this. And we also have an open Facebook mastermind group called the Elevate Equity Tribe that you can get to. It's a public group. And every week we have mastermind calls where we all sit together and brainstorm and bring on guests and talk about fantastic topics that will be applicable to you as a part-time or a full-time real estate investor. And we hope that we would, we'd like to see you there. Uh, we want to hear from you. We want to learn from you and have you learn from us as well. So we're just uh, opening our invitation out to the world to make sure that uh, it's, it's out there for people to join in if they want to. I think that's a good way to end the show. So this is Derek. And this is Sophie. We are signing off for the day. Take care, everyone. <laughs>